John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltecka. This is the High Game Podcast, John Kiltecka. Rainy, 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 High Game. Oh, I hate it. Hate it. Where do we record from, John? Beautiful West Seattle. Rainy West Seattle. Rainy High Gainy. Yeah. What do we talk about here at the High Game? Guitars. Cool. Yeah. Cool. It's awesome. That sounds, that sounds pretty good. That guitar you're holding right now? Yes. I like it. It's, I like it a lot. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's... Uh, we used the word, I think I used the word beautiful about that Gretsch. I don't, oh. I don't think this one's beautiful. Maybe I think we need a new descriptor is what you're saying? Well, I think that descriptor should be applied to guitars that are like a pretty blue color with gold sparkly and, uh, you know, that's beautiful. I see. This thing's got the Ed color scheme, black and white. I am so sorry, Ed. Oh. Here's where Ed's colorblindness becomes it, a liability. Is that not black? It is not. What? This is burgundy. No, it's not. Uh, let me see if I hold it underneath some other light. Maybe. <laughs> it can't see it. It's Oh, weird. It's decidedly right. burgundy. We've got kind of blue light going on down here a little bit. Blame it on the weather, Ed. Sure. <laughs> weird. <laughs> I would have sworn under oath in a court of law that that was a black guitar. Well, I hate it. You, you hate it? <laughs> that guitar sucks. <laughs> Sounds pretty good, though, doesn't it? It sounds great. Would you say it sounds chimey? Yeah, a little bit. Hey, I just met you. And this is crazy. But here's my number. So call me maybe. It's hard to look right at you, baby. But here's my number. Beverages. Yes, Ed. Beverages. Your voice was particularly chimey in that little version. Oh, thank you. 
You're welcome. <laughs> Did you recognize uh, it? Yeah, of course. That's uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. It sounds really good when you put the dirt on it. Oh, okay. Hey, I just met you. And this is crazy. But here's my number. So call me, baby. Today's dirt, Ed. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Death by audio. Supersonic fuzz gun. This is the supersonic fuzz gun. Fuzz pedal. Yeah. A pedal that can be hard to tame. <laughs> You and I both have this pedal, and I think we both love it. You go into uh, oscillation mode, all bets are off. Let's see what happens oh, when we flip man. that switch. Ed is going to flip the oscillation switch. Let that be a lesson to you, boys and girls. Yeah. I have yet to find a really good use for that mode. When I first bought it, I thought the pedal was actually broken. Because <laughs> it was just like, oh my God, something's wrong. No, it's not. Nothing's wrong. Ed? Yeah. We have special beverages today. Which one of these do you want? You pick whichever one you want and give me the other. Okay. First off, yeah, these beverages come with instructions. Oh, do they? They say, shake a lot, exclamation, and then oh. in parentheses... Like, more than you think. That's a direct quote. Oh, if you look at the bottom, there's like a bunch of sediment-y shit that, I don't know. Rebel? It's that tech bro spelling yes, that you hate. I R love it. R-E-B-B-L? Exactly. Uh, soulfully crafted. I got a matcha latte energizing elixir. I got a turmeric golden milk revitalizing elixir. I got some golden milk for you. Turmeric, ginger, cardamom. And coconut milk. Cardamom. Did Jesus get some of that from baby, like, wise boys? Wise daddies? Didn't he bring, like, gold frankincense and cardamom? <laughs> and some of that red vine candy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I should say that this one has a warning. Oh, don't drink if you're pregnant? Yeah, pregnant or breastfeeding women should consult their healthcare professional before consuming. Mine has a notice not intended for small children or anyone sensitive to caffeine. Wow. I am neither of those things, John. Okay. What do you think? Matcha latte? Delicious. The golden milk? Mm. It's pretty good. Where are these guys out of? California. Either hippies or tech boys. Hippie tech boys. Oh, my God. They are the absolute worst. John. Yes. The name is Rebel, R-E-B-B-L. Yes. Which immediately made me think, are these guys out of San Francisco? Right. I just looked up Emeryville. And where the hell is, is that? It's a small city located in the northwest Alameda County, a border on the shore of San Francisco Bay. There you go. Fucking assholes. These guys. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Rebel, we love you, and yes. please send us a case of this shit. We like beverages. We're beverage sluts. Send us your golden milk. <laughs> I don't know why these guys wouldn't want to send us a beverage <laughs> at this point. <laughs> We've said nothing but kind things about them. <laughs> this is a Rickenbacker. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it? It looks like a Rickenbacker. Picture any Rickenbacker base you can think of. Lemmy, Paul McCartney, put that in your head. Now shrink it down and make a guitar out of it. Yeah. That's yeah. what this is. I love it. I have prepared for you, Ed. Yeah. A lovely recap. For Rickenbacker. Yes. I love these guys. They didn't go the way of Fender, and I love them. In the 1920s, mm -hmm. there were a couple dudes. Okay. George Beecham and John Dopiera. We called him Dopey in the episode. We did. So George was a guitarist. Sure. He was in vaudeville. Yeah. And Dopey made stuff. He was a craftsman. Okay. So George and Dopey hook up. Wow, the right. musician and the manufacturer. Great. Right. 
What should we do? Do you want to go into business together? Sure. So that's what they do. They start the National String Instrument Company. Old George and Dopey. Okay. George handled the investors and the capital end of it. Mm-hmm. And John Dopey handled the production. Okay. When their production needs grew enough, mm-hmm. the orders are coming in. We need help. Mm-hmm. Enter Adolf. That is not a good name. It's not. Adolf Rickenbacker. Yeah. Like to be called Rick. <laughs> yes. He, he had a sense. This name, maybe I'll go by Rick. Yeah. Smart move. By the way, to just put a bow on all this. Yeah. Uh, George Beecham. Oh, no. Heart attack while deep sea fishing. I think I remember something about they radioed in to the shore, and he was, like, dead by the time they got to the shore, I think. I think that is exactly uh, right. So sad. Yeah. So sad. 1899 to 1941. Young man. 42. Dopiera, 1893 to 1988. 88. Yeah. Plus uh, seven is 95. That sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Oh. And our man, uh, Rick. Rick. Yeah. Adolf. Adolf, yeah. 1886. Mm-hmm. To 1978. Wow. Yeah. He was an oldie boy. Yeah. Good yeah. for him. There's a triumvirate that kind of starts his deal. 1929. Dopey quits. I don't like the way you're handling the company. I'm going to go do my own thing. So he goes and gets together with his brothers. Yeah. And if you take D-O and Dopey. Yeah. With his bros. Dobro. Dobro. Uh, Ah, I got it. I got it. He starts the Dobro company. So he's off doing his own thing now. Okay. And I'm sure that uh, George and Adolf were like, yeah, fuck you anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Okay, Dopey's gone. Yeah. Let's make a clean break and rename this shit. Right. So they rename it the Ropatin Company. They named Adolf Rick the president of this company. Yeah. So then in 1934, they changed the name to the Electro String Company. Okay. And the instruments that they made Mm -hmm. were called Rickenbackers. I guess it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility for them to think at the time like Rickenbacker. Who's going to think that that's a good name? Yeah. Until everybody just starts calling them Rickenbacker guitars. Right. And Even the pronunciation is weird because it's Bacher, but it's spelled Backer. Yes. So then after the war ends. WW2? WW2. Okay. Adolf. Yeah. He's ready to call it a day. He sells to F.C. Hall. Francis C. Hall. So now he owns Rickenbacker. 1957? Yeah. That's when the 4,000 base is introduced. In 57. Yep, this is where we pick up our story. Okay. You know what happened right around that time, 57, um, at 19... Rickenbacker? Uh, who shows up on the scene like a sex machine? Ross Meisel. Roger Ross Meisel. Bringing in the German carve. Yeah, um, yeah. Great. So that 4,000 base? Yeah. That cresting wave design? Yep, 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 yep. Roger designed that. I love it. That's Roger. He's a real party boy. He's all into fast cars and fucking. Yep, and drinking. <laughs> Yeah. Didn't work out too well for him. Oh, no. He got to the U.S. in 53 from Germany. Yeah. He started at Gibson for a short time, but then in the mid-50s ended up at Rickenbacker. Yeah. He was instrumental in developing not only that cresting wave design, but Mm -hmm. the whole 300 series Rickenbacker guitars that we love. Yeah. He left for Fender in 62. Right. Where he developed the Coronado. (laughs) Yep, not into it. 1973, Ed. Okay. He runs out of money. Yeah. He gets in a car crash. Yeah. He's still drinking. Yeah. He quits Fender. Yeah. Gives up guitar making. Yep. Has to have his mother send him a ticket to go back to Germany. Yep. He dies some years later. Okay. 
that same year, 1973, yeah, that's when Rickenbacker thinks, hey, let's take uh, Roger's design for the cresting wave on that bass. Let's make a guitar out of it. I think that's a good idea. What is the model on this? This is a 480. I love it. Here's what they were thinking. Rickenbackers are premium guitars. Mm-hmm. They take longer to build. They mm-hmm. cost more money. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. if we could do something to mitigate that? Yeah. That's what this is. First thing I want to show you, Ed. Oh. It's a bolt-on neck. Huh. The tuning machines. Yeah. Standard Clusens, which yep. are nice, yeah, but they're but... not like, you know, fancy Rickenbacker type. Okay. No binding around the body. Yep. Great. Dot inlays, no shark fins. Great. Very utilitarian. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they were trying to do. Enter the market at a lower price point. Care to hazard a guess about that price point? Mm, yes. How much? I think that this guitar was, whoa, I think it was like $187. I would have bought this thing all day long. If I had known about this, like when yeah. I first started playing, yeah, yeah, I would have just found every single one of these I could find and just bought them. Yeah, hundred eighty-seven dollars, three hundred ninety-five. God damn it! Yeah, that would be one thousand eight hundred forty-three dollars, eighteen hundred bucks. Huh. And uh, they didn't do well. <laughs> yeah. What's it yeah. sound like, Ed? So uh, you've got two high gain pickups. Love it. That's the name of our podcast, John. High gain. The high gain. Yeah. yeah. Two tone, two volume. Yep. That's what you're dealing with. This is the bridge, Ed. Real Ooh, necky. Necky. Real middly. Could you throw a little uh, pedal on that? Sure. Something fun? We've got some color here for you, Ed. Okay. Yeah. Courtesy of our friends at Old Blood Noise Endeavors. Yeah. You know what I like about the Old Blood guys? They don't make bad guitar pedals. I like that about them. Yes. You know what I'm saying? This is the Rever. I love it. R-E-V-E-R. Yeah. It's a palindrome. It's a reverb and delay. Reverse reverb. Yeah. Is part of the picture. Yeah. I like that guitar pedal. Old Blood yeah. River. I played with a lot of the knobs and switches and dialy things. I, for one, am glad you did. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. this was made till 84. 73 to 84. On this particular example. Yeah. It's 1972. Yeah. They were just rampant production. Yeah. So this is super early in the run. Yeah, it's got the R tailpiece. Yep. For Ross Meisel, I think we've established. <laughs> yes. Roger. So there were people that tried these, mm-hmm. uh, even though they overall weren't more popular. You want to hear something? Yeah, I think so. I'm going to play one because I know you have a big, huge, giant uh, <laughs> hole in your knowledge here. Ooh. Should I hot seat you or not? A uh, big, huge hole in my knowledge makes me feel like I'm going to do great at this. So sure. Okay, Go ahead. great. 1978. Okay.
Patty Smith. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that had nothing to do with me knowing the singer or the song. It's just like, well, John has played female musicians enough time and I have never gotten Patty Smith. This podcast isn't just for the bros. No. That album, Ed? Yeah. Is called Easter by the Patty Smith Group. Okay. That is a cultural icon. It's one of those things where I should know because I believe uh, Michael Stipe and Patty Smith are huge bros from way back. I can totally see that. You know. In 1976, Patty Smith and her band went on the old Grey Whistle Test, which is a television music show in Britain. Okay. And there are still pictures from that of her with her brand new. Oh, no kidding. Rickenbacker 480. Wow. Some really cool pictures of Patti Smith with a Rickenbacker 480. That's great. You mentioned Michael Stipe, Ed. Yeah. He's uh, from the rock and roll band R.E.M. You really like them. I do. I love them. Okay, I'm going to hit you up with another hot seat. Okay. And then I'm going to tell you some very interesting facts. Okay. The guitar player in this band is playing a Rickenbacker 480. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is 1984. Okay. Is it R.E.M.? Nope. Uh, You can hear that jangly kind of... I feel like I know this, and I just can't. What is it? Guadalcanal Diary. Did you know that? I have heard that song before. I think I probably had that on tape. From Georgia. Yep. And they were bros with R.E.M. Yep. Went out on tour with R.E.M. in 85. Okay. It's often been said that the R.E.M. guys Mm -hmm. are very, and have remained, down-to-earth, kind of practical guys not real interested in the trappings of fame and is that true you're asking me personally is it true yeah it's true that i read that (laughs) (laughs) okay fair enough yeah so when guadalcanal diary Mm -hmm. was going on tour with rm in 85 they were asked to fill out a questionnaire okay for the band on this questionnaire among other questions was what size shoe do you wear Okay. The very next day, as the story goes, outside their hotel room was a box of shoes for the band. Okay. R.E.M. had bought them practical shoes because they saw it as... They're going to be on the road. They're going to be on the road. Having good shoes is probably a thing you want to do. That's great. Those guys. R.E.M. bought them shoes. I love it. Jangle Rickenbacker. Yep. This is a 480. Yeah. They had a 481. Okay. What on earth was that? A single pickup? No. Two pickups. Yeah. The two pickups were slanted. Okay. Cool. Which is weird. Cool. And the frets were slanted. Oh. Parallel to each other. Supposed to be easier to play. Whatever. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Yeah. These days. Yeah. These are pretty collectible just because they're so rare, especially in this burgundy finish. The yeah. other colors available were your standard Rickenbacker. Like jet like glow. Jet and glow. Fire glow. Normal Rickenbacker colors. Mm-hmm. So this burgundy was a departure from that. Yeah. So if you can find one of these, and apparently this one being the first year, yeah, 
Good score. Did we get this at our friends at Thunder Road Guitars? We did not. Oh, what? This was volunteered by a viewer. Our good friend, Dylan. Our good friend, Dylan. He's active on our Instagram, Patreon kind of thing. We've met up with him a couple times. Even. Yeah. He's kind enough to loan us guitars from time to time. Yeah. And this is his, and it's fantastic. And it's great. And the cost on these used is reasonable still. Yeah, I'm into it. Long after this thing has been discontinued. Yep. Who's playing them? I don't know. Do you know the Rambling Wheels? Nope. They're from Switzerland. Oh, yeah. Swiss. The French part. They are just uh, white hat observer guys. They are like completely neutral. They yep. have no opinion. That's right. The guy who plays the guitar for them, his name is Dr. Wheels. Oh, sure. I guess if you asked him what he thinks of his Rickenbacker 480, he maybe might not even tell you. Impartial. He wouldn't want to sway you one way or the other. Love it. That's admirable. Yeah, I love it. This is from 2016. Okay. Stories Upon Your Lips by the Rambling Wheels. You can hear that. I love it. You can hear the guitar. Hey, honey, you can be all you want. Angel or devil, take your pick. Just give me thrills. Yeah, I like it when you play your different roles with the stories upon your lips, mm, your lips, babe. Yeah, that's cool. Is it? Yeah. If you dare. I was going to ask you what Dr. Wheels is a doctor of, but then I decided he's a doctor of making kick-ass music and yeah. taking names. Great sound, Doc. Yeah. Our good friends over in Kasabian. Yep. Serge Pizzorno, the guitar player. Okay. Loves these things. Has multiples of them, apparently. Oh, cool. Serge? Yeah. Kind of a collector. Every time I see a 480, I'm going to buy one. Right. I love it. You want to hear what Kasabian does with their Rickenbacker 480? I think I do. I think you do, too. This is called Rewired. Okay. From the album Velociraptor. Ooh. See if you can pick it out. Sure, you can hear it, the rhythm. A little dirt in that rhythm. Yeah. Yep. Pretty good, huh? It's interesting when you play songs, you know, the previous one, clearly they were leaning into the chiminess of it. And this last one was much more like, oh, you could throw some fuzz behind this thing. You can hear it and think to yourself, Rickenbacker. Right. That last song, the tone is fairly sure. painted by the effects in front of the amp. <laughs> it's no supersonic fuzz gun. <laughs> That's cool. It's hanging on. Yeah, it's trying. It's trying. Oh. Wow, you think it'll let go? That's great. <laughs> 
that's the thing is like you play that tone you think someone's going to be able to identify oh that's a rickenbacker and not a les paul or a telly or no yeah you know we actually had some great feedback along those lines that we should mention oh viewer feedback (laughs) viewer adam (laughs) yeah says he would like to hear more pure dirt like an overdrive I think he wants something a little cleaner so you can get the tone of the guitar. Because that's the thing. It's like what you just played. I threw a blanket of noise on it. Yeah, that's indecipherable at that point. So, viewer Adam, we heard you loud and clear. Yep. And we are looking into overdrive options for ourselves. Yeah. Meanwhile, other viewers. Yeah. If you have suggestions. Yeah. Yeah. Lay it on us. Yeah. Uh, Have you ever heard of Dizzy Miz Lizzie? I've heard of Thin Lizzie. Yeah. Not them. Okay. These guys are from uh, Copenhagen, Denmark. Okay. People like these things. Yeah. Well, people in weird, cold, passive, indifferent places. (laughs) Cold, passive, indifferent. You mean the the land of the Little Mermaid? Maybe. What is that? Hans Christian Andersen's Little Mermaid. Walt Disney's Little Mermaid. That's all I know about that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Sorry, Copenhagen. Ed's not buying it. I don't know. Well, the guy who plays this guitar in Dizzy Ms. Lizzie. Yeah. Tim Christensen. That uh, sounds like a good Copenhagen name. It does. Yeah. The album is called Rotator. Okay. And this song is called Two of You. See if you can spot the Rickenbacker. That doesn't strike me as uh, cold, passive, and indifferent. What's the name of that band? Dizzy. Miss Lizzie? Miz, M-I-Z-Z. Lizzie, L-I-Z-Z-Y. A lot of Zs. Dizzy. Miz. Lizzie. Every once in a while, you play something, and I immediately have to look them up uh-huh. and add them to my playlist thing. Yeah. And I have just favorited that band, and Sweet. I am now a fan. Yep. Now I'm going to go pee. Okay, I'm back. How'd that work out for you, Ed? Pretty good. I went pee. Good. Um, You know what I like about Old Blood Noise Endeavors? What's that? Their guitar pedals are cool. 24 frets on this. You want to get up there? Give me a little. Should I get up there? Yeah, give me a little. I'm up there. Thank you. I was just, you know, shredding. Yeah. it's <laughs> great. I know what you don't like, though. Boner pills? Yes. Vicky told me this week that every time we say boner pills, she chuckles. Ed does not like them. No, I don't. By this point? Yes. We've said it enough. Yes. It's known. Mm-hmm. Please help us to help you not have to sit through boner pill ads. <laughs> boner pill free. Yeah. Zone. Yeah. No spin zone? 
We're like boner pill free zone. That's right. We have no stake in whether or not you take the boner pills. No. But the advertising? Yeah. We're going to try to steer clear of that. We like Squarespace. We like Squarespace. We like them. I could get behind them. I believe in the product. I guess at the point I'm popping six, seven, eight boner pills a day, and I have an opinion on, I don't know, I'm sure there's different kinds of boner pills. Are there flavored? I was just about to say, flavored. (laughs) Different different flavors. Hand me one of those great boner pills. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Suddenly I'm I'm all in on the boner pill thing. <laughs> Suddenly I'm ready to become invested. I think to be more open-minded in that way, Ed. Yeah. It's no big deal that you don't know. What was that? Siri apparently started listening to us and she dictated what I said. Have Siri say boner pills. Hey Siri, say boner pills. That's not nice. See, viewers, we don't want any part of this. No. Luckily, there's a way out for all of us. Okay. Go to patreon.com. Slash. The high gain. Okay. It's coming along. Yep. We've got a lot of stuff. I've been posting the occasional smoothie picture. Yeah. There's pictures of guitars. We took a picture of that Ibanez. Yep. Sometimes we're not sure, like, oh, would anyone be interested in that guitar? So we'll take a picture of a guitar and like, hey, do you want us to do this one? Get out there and get on that Patreon. That's the kind of stuff you can see. Yeah. Bonus apps. Boner apps. No, John. No. I mean, I guess we could. So Patreon.com slash the high gain. Yeah. Help us out. We'd love that. Isn't that great, Ed? And it's not the only place you can go. No. No. You could go to Instagram. Yep. Twitter. Facebook. Uh, you could go to www.thehighgain.com. Dot com. You could go to Verkstad.com. That's right. Kind of the mothership. Yes. Uh, you can find more of my stuff on PeteOnPat.com. Pete yep. Yeah. All kinds of cool stuff out there. We're just making content for you, our loyal viewers. That's what we do for you. Yeah. We love all of you. Yeah. Ed, specifically. Loves all of you. <laughs>